This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest is WNBA champion Lexi Brown. Lexi, how does that sound this year? It sounds crazy. <laughs> it really does, but it's 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 cool, and I I try to add it to my name as often as I can. Really. <laughs> yeah, we're adding it to your name. So so you're this is your third time on this show, third, fourth interview. Um, we're doing this every year, as I said, probably every time now. So it's uh, dope because no one else has this. No one else can have it now. Yeah. This is cool. It's kind of like what Billie Eilish does with yeah. her little Vogue thing. That's I think that's where I got it from because I was like, yo, we interviewed Lexi. Rookie. Or Elle, whoever she does it with. Yeah. No, it's really cool to see. Look yeah, back sure. and see how much I've changed and stuff. <laughs> that's why it's funny too because like even when I was just like thinking about questions, I'm like, I'm, obviously I'm not going to ask her stuff that I already asked her, but it's like we just review almost like the year in basketball and then obviously fun questions and things like that. So since you're a three-time guest, I'm going to let you pick how we're going to do this. If we're going to do the fun questions first, or we're going to do the basketball questions first. Let's start with the fun questions. All right. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Let's see, which one do I want to start with first? All right. What are, what are your thoughts on the metaverse? The metaverse um, is weird. I think it's terrifying. And I already think that people struggle with like being around people in real life now. And now it's like, you really don't have to leave your house and be social. And I think people's social skills are going down the drain. People don't have how to read the room and people don't have empathy for other people. And I think it's gonna ruin this, the world and society. And um, it's giving um, Ready Player One vibes, yeah. which I love that movie. But like, that's not really a way I would like our world to be. Um, it is kind of cool that you could go in and be a completely different person. I mean, I guess that is cool, but um, I just, I think I watched too much Black Mirror and I watched too many sci-fi movies and stuff to where there's just so many things that can go wrong. Yeah. So I think it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. I've been on, I've been in a lot of Twitter spaces and everyone like has their profile pictures as not themselves so uh and or they're or they don't have the real names up there so like i'm like in there with my face my regular face and in my name and i'm like so i don't feel comfortable calling you like whatever you're at like what's your name like what's your real name i like, don't, I don't understand how people go on the internet and not be who they like i've just never understood i've never understood that now it's even weirder that's what i'm saying yeah, and then even like sometimes it's like real people, and I'm like, is that even, is that even a real person? Like, I don't even know who's real and who's not real, and you go, you can go through their pictures and stuff on Twitter, and like they don't even have any pictures of themselves to verify that's who they are in the profile, even though even if they had that, that still doesn't mean anything. But yeah. it's scary to think about how normal it is to log online and just be a like a ghost online. A robot. And just, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird yeah like it's i literally weird. like someone reached out to me and i was like and then they work with somebody and i was just like i mean i don't you're i don't i don't know so i gotta i was like what's your instagram page so just to like i'm just trying to verify that them they're themselves and it did check out but it was just like i had to go through extra 
loops to uh, figure I, out the person. I could I've just never imagined not being me online. <laughs> yeah. Like it's 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 a crazy concept to think about for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, now I think uh was it during 2021 that you started your podcast or was it 2020? It was, yeah, it was the beginning of this year. Gotcha. So what, what made you want to start a podcast and um, are you going to continue it? Um, well, I wanted to start a podcast because, well, the premise of the podcast was to be able to talk to my Twitter followers face to face. Like that was the whole point of the show was to, cause I was always talking reverse to metaverse. Yeah. So I was like, okay, y'all want to talk to me all the time on Twitter. How about y'all come on the podcast and come talk to me on there? And that was pretty much the point of it. But um, it's just, I feel like my favorite podcasts are my favorite podcasts because people can just be, be who they are, say what they want to say and do whatever. And I just felt like as a WNBA player, as like a role model right now, like, I mean, you know, some people are like, I'm not a role model. Like I really enjoy being a role model. So there's like just some topics and things I just like couldn't talk about, but I feel like I have really valid and hilarious opinions on a lot of things. And I just felt like it was fun and it was, it did, it did well for the few episodes I did, but it was just like, I just didn't think it was like the right time. The timing was kind of not as good as I thought it was going to be. And then my, my whole situation in Chicago happened and I was like, well, I can't be dealing with that and be like talking on a podcast talking shit and yeah like well she not on the team what she talking what she talking shit for <laughs> so um how to shut it down but i think that i'll get back into that space eventually i think the timing just has to be right and i want to be able to be like myself 100 like opinions topics like there's certain things that i just like stay away from completely even on twitter because i'm just like i don't have time and I don't want to get myself in trouble. I don't want to say anything that could bite me later, you know, offending somebody. You know, everyone's offended all the time. So um, I love podcasts. I love listening to them. And I think right now my my lane is just being a guest on podcasts. I think that's my lane right now. And then yeah. I'll grow into, you know, yeah, having for, my own. Hopefully. For sure. I feel like everybody has a podcast too, right? Literally everybody. Yeah, everyone has a podcast. <laughs> Well, I've been around since 2018, so I'll just put that out there. Yeah, you're one of the OGs, I think. Literally the last two years, it's just like every celebrity has a podcast. Yeah. So I'm like, what the? <laughs> for sure. yeah, sometimes I don't even know. Like, uh, like for example, just like uh, Russell Wilson, the quarterback for Seattle Seahawks. Like, I didn't even know he had a podcast, and I, like, looked it up, and I was like, what the hell? I don't know you haven't either. Yeah. So that's just a... now. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I was – oh, well when you just said about the like society thing like that just brought it up like i saw i don't ever watch superhero movies but i went with my friend or whatever and i saw a spot did you see this new spider-man are you into that i haven't seen it yet and I've uh, so i can't tell really you that. yeah i've heard it's really good but i, I tried I to go see it when i was in france but they didn't have it playing in english so i couldn't go i'm just gonna say i didn't like it because of the plot and they made it into this what society is today i guess oh. does it like have to because i feel like now all superhero movies are just kind of like even if they are a superhero that has previous movies it's like every movie is like a standalone like yeah you don't have to know anything about spider-man i'm just saying they were i'll just say they were they were a little soft in the movie hmm. that makes sense i That's mean a... i be, i was watching some like older movies what movie was i watching i was watching some 
older movie. And I was like, this movie would never fly in 2021. (laughs) Like, how did this, like, when did this shift even happen of like people just being hypersensitive? Like, it's so annoying. Like, movies aren't made like they they used like they were used to. And I hate that. And I like don't even go to movies. I don't even watch movies really anymore. And if I do, I would just watch old movies that I've already watched. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the people that took the biggest shit, it was definitely, like, comedians, because now they, like... It's sure. kinda... Like, when was the last funny... What was the last funny movie that came out? That, like, I wasn't know, a I kid. always look for comedies, and I can never find, like, a lot... Like, There's like, none. I feel like the last funny movie I saw in theaters was, like, Jumanji or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, I can't even think about the last, like, hilarious movie I saw in theaters. Yeah. I also went yeah. to the movies... Well, when I went to the movies, that was the first time I've been there since like the pandemic, and it was definitely uh, where I was like, "Yeah, this is probably not a good spot to be." Yeah, I went to the movie. I did go to the movies once in France when I was in Paris, and um, I went with one of my friends, and I was I told him I was like, "I don't think that this movie is going to be in English." and we go into the movie theater first of all the movie theater was disgusting it was so dirty and maybe it was because of covid where i was like looking at everything and i was just like this just looks disgusting and then like people were like sitting like mad close to us like it was pretty the theater was pretty empty and like everyone was like gathering in like this like quarter part of the theater and we were like what the heck but like i'm thinking about movies like i would go see like sitting next to complete strangers eating popcorn like my hand all the popcorn on the chairs like it's just disgusting to think about but anyway the point of my story is the movie was not in english and we left (laughs) and we were very disappointed but um yeah i don't know the next time i'll go to a movie theater my sisters they are going to see spider-man tomorrow um i wasn't invited because they didn't think i was going to be home yet and they got those things like mad early. So I'm not going. <laughs> well, uh probably probably for the best anyways at this point it's weird. Just yeah. it's weird. No, I just I I I told them I said don't even worry about it. It's okay. Go enjoy the COVID food theater. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, I just did some research on your pages and so I came up with some some fun questions from your uh, social media posts. Oh, and uh, <laughs> so, uh, so what are your, what are your top five red flags? Of a, per- like of a person or someone uh, that I'm trying to date? Oh, we'll do both. Um, they gotta be similar. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. We'll just do it of a person. All right. Um, let's see. Um, let me say this i see red flags and i just look past them so we'll put that out there right now because anybody who's listening is probably like lady you you know a lot of people that act like this that you like um oh yeah we all have friends that we know uh, um, are a little oh crazy. here's one uh they don't want to split the bill at dinner yeah group dinners um <laughs> That's a good that's a good one. Um they I don't know, this is hard, but on the spot like this. 
Um, just a uh, pathological liar, unprovoked. No, not pathological liars, unprovoked liars about just any like little things. Like you don't even have to be lying about anything that has to do with me. But if you just lie about random things, like that's weird. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, another red flag is if you're not good, a good communicator. Don't like that. That's for friends or more than a friend. Um, don't like watching Netflix with subtitles on them. <laughs> I don't know if that's it. I don't Love know. Doing that. Like. And if you don't like, if you won't let me watch my Netflix with my subtitles, then we're gonna have a problem. Um, with or without them? With subtitles. On foreign movies or just in general? Everything. I watch movies with subtitles, shows with subtitles, everything with subtitles. I don't know when this started, but it's like comfortable for me. And I can't not, I can't watch things without subtitles now. The only thing I watch without subtitles is like basketball games and stuff. Which if if I could watch those with subtitles, I probably would. Um, And then fifth, um, well, I guess, yeah, this can go for everybody. People who like mess up their grammar and spelling. Oh. <laughs> texting and on social media i'm like okay we have autocorrect like we we can't keep doing this anymore yeah <laughs> all right i like that i'm trying to think of one i thought about one the other day but i forgot what it was like i i didn't even realize it got to me until recently but i forgot what it was um but maybe i'll think about it <clears throat> but that was good and on the spot so that was good um this next one is what happens if somebody calls you alexis Ugh. <laughs> i hate it i'll just be like let's try that again because no especially if it's someone i like i'm not really that cool with i'm like you're trying to be funny and i don't like it i hate it actually like nobody oh i hate it so much I know that's my name. People are like, that's literally your name. But like, I've been called Lexi my entire life. So. Yeah, so in the the France uh, box score, they put it like that. A Brown. Yeah, it doesn't even sound right. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm like, maybe I'll go by Alexis when I'm older. But like, now I'm older. And I still don't want to be called Alexis. So. What if, so what if somebody said, like, say you're at your game or whatever, after your game and someone shouted like Alexis, would you like even turn or no? I would be like, I would turn and get. I'm saying, does that get you? Does that get your attention? Because people don't call you that. Well, it depends on where I am. Like Mm. sometimes, like you can tell when someone's like trying to get your attention specifically. Mm. But yeah, I probably wouldn't react to the first Alexis. But um, I don't know. There's if anybody just calls me Alexis and doesn't know that I go by Lexi, then like. Then they're deaf. They, there's no way they're they're talking to me because everybody knows me as Lexi. It's a red Only, flag. Oh, yeah, there's another red flag. If you try and call me Alexis, <laughs> next time, next time I'm at your game and I see you after, I'm gonna just say it just to piss Oh, you. it just doesn't. Why? When you say it, is you're gonna be like, oh, that doesn't even sound right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't go. It doesn't. No, it's not the vibes. It's not the vibes. All right. <laughs> that was a, that was a good one. Um. Growing grown up as a kid, who was the coolest person you met when you were with when you were with your dad? Um, 
Who's personal most? Honestly, I would have to say his his players when he coached the Orlando Miracle. Right. I loved them, and they were so nice. To me. And I was around them a lot, and I like just loved being around them so much. And they were, they were really, and they were really good. And like that was like that season was like when I wanted to play in the WNBA. When my dad was coaching the Miracle, that's when I was like, this is what I want to do. Like this is what I want to do when I grow up. Um, but yeah, that's it was cool. like an amazing group of women and they loved me and they loved my dad and it was just really fun. And obviously being in the WNBA, there's like a lot of things that go on that you have no idea about on the outside. And I was a kid, mm-hmm. but you know, just being around them the few days a week I was and at the games and stuff, like I thought they were like superheroes. I loved them so much. <laughs> that's dope. No, that's dope because you saw it like when you were younger and like not, yeah. not many, uh, I mean, a lot of yeah, I mean, a lot of the women in the WNBA now, well, I mean, we're getting there, but a lot of them didn't, the WNBA didn't even exist for some reason. Right. Yeah, that's weird. We're getting older. So it's almost, it's almost, uh, I guess once it's, so what was it? Uh, probably. You're 26 now, so I'm 27. So, I mean, it was around, but, um, you know, I don't think I would have ever like went to a game if my dad wasn't coaching. Yeah. And I don't remember seeing like a ton of young girls. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really remember because I was just so locked into the, to the games and stuff, but yeah. um, I don't know a lot of girls my age who like grew up going to WNBA games. They kind of got into it like a little bit later uh, in their lives when, you know, they, they got more involved with the sport, but, you know, I was around it since like before middle school and stuff. So that was really, that was really cool for me. <laughs> yeah definitely are you are you still um a chick-fil-a addict i am and i have not had it yet since i've been here there's not one near our house i mean there is one no not really like it's like 15 20 minute drive so i haven't been um dunkin donuts has leapt over chick-fil-a as my favorite thing to eat slash drink um so i've i have i got home sunday i've already had dunkin donuts twice um I will be hitting up Chick-fil-A in these next couple of days, though. So what's your go-to order at Chick-fil-A? At Chick-fil-A, um, depending on how hungry I am, we'll go with a fat girl day. Like, this is my fat girl order. I'll get a number one um, large with large fries with Chick-fil-A sauce and a sweet tea lemonade mix. And then I will get a kid's meal, six-piece nugget, with fries and then a small mac and cheese. And then I'll mix the mac and cheese and the chicken nuggets and the fries together with um, buffalo sauce. And you like shake it all together and you like make like a mac and cheese, chicken, french fry mixture thing. I saw that on TikTok and then I did Yep, that's exactly where I saw it. <laughs> TikTok has all the gems. Yeah. If you need restaurant recommendations, food recipes, go to TikTok. Like Pinterest, then TikTok. Like when it comes to the food, anything food related. And I have all these recipes saved as if I'm gonna cook any of them. But I might one day. Right. Well, haven't you had a cook over you had a cook overseas or no? I cook for myself every day. So what, it was what miserable. You, so what have you been cooking? I cooked a lot of salmon um a lot of eggs um 
I made pasta chicken. I made weeks, so that was an interesting journey. Um, I don't necessarily like to meal prep because I like to eat like I don't I don't like to eat the same thing every day. Um, I feel you. So, it was I mean it was good. It was so easy to like come home from practice and just put some food in like the microwave and just be done with it. Because in Europe it's like you don't you have like you know here we have like restaurants and then you have like restaurants that are still like fast and then you have fast food but like in Europe you have fast food or restaurant so I didn't want to eat like fast food and then I didn't want to go sit in a restaurant oh do you want uh have you ever heard of the show uh, Emily in Paris yes a lady in front of me on my flight was watching it <laughs> oh good so uh this is <laughs> so I texted some people I said uh, I need some fun questions for Alexi so they said is she going to be in Emily in Paris season two? <laughs> I wish I don't. I didn't actually live in Paris, so. Um, but I wish I did. If I lived in Paris, I would have probably had a, a much more enjoyable time when I was in France. If I lived in Paris, because Paris is amazing, and they have Chipotle's there. All right, all right. You ready for all right? You ready? You ready for the basketball questions? Yeah. All right, so your journey at the beginning of the season was crazy. A mess, yes. <laughs> so you started out um, in training camp with the, the Sky, and then I think they released you, and then didn't you get re-signed like a couple times on them? Yeah, like two or three times. Gotcha. All right, so then eventually they signed you, right, for the rest of the season? And then you – so what So what has your whole – what has what was the WNBA season like for you? Um, well – the beginning obviously was terrible. Mm -hmm. um, starting with getting away from Minnesota, and everybody at this point, everybody kind of knows how I felt about that situation, mm -hmm. and that kind of just set the tone for how like the first half of my season went. It was just kind of like I was, and because of COVID, everything was just kind of like different. Like everything couldn't happen as instantly as normal because you would have to like go test and like make sure you were good for a few days before you could go to a new city or a new camp or something so it was just like really hectic and then all through training camp like I mean I go to every training camp I've been to I go and I've like play really hard and I and I want to be one of the best players in training camp but it's like this training camp just felt a little different for me like I was just kind of like I don't know if I'm going to make this team like just because mm -hmm. of the circumstances I was just like it was all really last minute and so when I did eventually get waived, I wasn't like surprised. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of more annoyed because I was like, this is like just the result of how, how this, how we got to this point, because there was just a lack of planning on our part, but that was because we didn't have enough time to really figure anything out. So that was terrible. Um, you know, I was ready to like not play in the WNBA anymore. Um, I was like, you know what, this might just be it for me. And it's, I mean, I was really upset about it, but then I was like kind of coming to terms with it. Um, and then they called back and they were like, uh, we might need you to come back. And at first I was kind of like, do I want to, like, I don't want to go back there, blah, 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 blah. But then I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the girls like at training camp. Like, even though I was kind of stressed the whole time, like I really enjoyed, you know, the players and getting to know them and obviously diamond was there 
um, who's my best friend. So I would have, I really wanted to, you know, be able to spend the summer with her in Chicago. That'd be really fun. So yeah, then I went back, played one game, and then got waived again for like salary cap stuff. And I was like, what is going on? So then I had to wait another like two weeks or something before I could play again. So, you know, I just, this season was just all expectations I had for myself went out the window and I just had to focus on just being there for the team and just doing what I could. I told everybody, I was like, I was there for the vibes and that's what I was doing. Um, you know, our practices were intense. They were hard. We didn't have practice guys. So we were going at it every day. So that kind of became the bench benches role this season was to challenge the starting group in practice, which was, it's important to do that. And I think that um, our bench players really embrace that role. And I think that's what set us apart in the playoffs is, you know, we didn't play a ton, but when we did, it was fine. But our starters were always overly prepared for every game. Mm-hmm. And I want to credit myself and the rest of the bench for that because we came to practice every day ready. Like we didn't come in on games and with attitudes and on bullshit. Like we knew that what we did in practice was very important to help us win games. So from maybe after all uh after all-star break and Olympic break on was probably like the most fun part of the season for me. I had fun. I settled in. Um I have a lot of friends in Chicago and, you know, we just enjoyed the city. Um, You know, in every game there was like more and more fans. Like it was weird. It was like the more like we would, we would be like, well, obviously when you're winning, you have more fans, but like once you're like more out in the city meeting people and stuff, like more people like want to come watch us. So like, it was really fun seeing from the beginning of the season where the gym was like half full to finals people were, reselling tickets yeah. for ridiculous prices hitting us up like oh y'all got any more tickets and da, 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 da. And like it was just really exciting it was really fun so yeah I would say for as bad as it started it ended up being one of the best summers ever and I had so much fun and then ended with a championship with the cherry on top and yeah it was quite the adventure for me <laughs> yeah yeah for, yeah definitely so like how does it feel to, to be a champion now it feels great um and it sucks because because we won, I was in France like literally seven days later. Yeah. So I didn't really have time to like soak it all in really. Yeah. Because I was so worried about stressed out about getting everything packed and shipped off and getting home and getting ready for France. So um, I don't really get to enjoy like being a champion in Chicago like that much. So that kind of sucks. So I hopefully I can go back there sooner than later and you know um use my champion card and you know go do some fun things and have fun in the city and stuff but um i mean it's an accomplishment that nobody can take away um not everybody experiences that um and to do it with the team that we did it with um it was a really special group and we really care about each other a lot and it was it was a very up and down season, but we all knew that we were going to get to the finals. Like I told everybody all this time, I said, I don't know what we got going on right now, but we're going to, we're going to be in the finals. Yeah. So that's why I told my French team. I said, I know the season starts this day, but we're getting to the finals. So just keep that in mind. They're like, okay. And I was like, all right, like 
I'm being serious. So um, it's really good to be a champion. You know, we, I get this, I get to say I'm a champion until what next September, October. So, I mean, hopefully we uh, can run it, back, run it back repeat maybe, yeah. but if not, I mean, uh, we're the, we're the defending champs and that's going to be a fun title to have for, for a season and something I've never experienced before. So it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, definitely. Like that's why it's crazy to think about, like, even though there's only 12 teams, like there's still uh, great WNBA players that haven't ever won. And there's a lot of franchises that don't have a chance. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That's why it's, cra- so, yeah, it's crazy. So hey. to bring the first one to Chicago, like right. it, it's, it's great. It's amazing. It was a great feeling. And you know, it was, everyone was crying and stuff. Cause we were like, we went through so much this season. Yeah. What were you guys the six, six. or six? Six. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. That, that was a crazy run. Yeah. And then you beat your two former teams. I'll just say that. Sure did. <laughs> oh, my God. Written in the stars. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, so going into France, is this your second year overseas or just third? Third. Year? Third year. So, yeah, so how how is France? And are you are you going back there after the break or no? France was, France was good. Um. I was really excited to go because obviously I spent the whole summer not really playing that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to get back in the rhythm and get some, get my confidence back and get back in the gym and stuff like that. Um, but unfortunately it didn't really work out for me there. Um, so no, I'm not going back. Um, I just don't know if overseas is for me anymore. And it's just a very hard lifestyle. Yeah. And I don't think, I think you have to see the positive in it. And obviously when people ask us about it, you're like, oh, it's great. It's awesome. You get to experience great things. And like, yeah, there are some really good things about playing overseas, but there's like a lot of not so good things about playing overseas. So it really just depends on like what you want to tolerate in your life, um, things you want to deal with, being away from your family, mm-hmm. um, possibly having to like build your life long distance or have the person you're building your life with overseas with you. And there's just so many things that I just didn't want to deal with anymore. Um, but I personally played very, very well over there. Um, I feel great about my game right now. Um, so I don't know. I might go back in the future. I just don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's just a lot being off there. Is it like, um, is it like, is the reason, cause it's like, no, like no one's speaking English and stuff like, like I don't know because I'm um, never I mean they yeah I mean I had a few teammates that could speak English my coach could speak English but it's like when you the majority right. speaks French so I'm saying know, like for example like if you went to Australia and, and everyone speaks English like is that better um I don't know if it's better it's still far as hell yeah <laughs> the biggest thing for me was just being far away from everybody and everything yeah and it's just I like you. I don't know if I said that like I was like a loner. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever said that on this, but I take it back because I'm not a loner. <laughs> I like my alone time, but I love being with my friends. I love being with my family. I love being out. I love going to do things. I like going to dinners. I like going to brunch. I like going shopping. I like doing all these things. And this year in France was the first time I was just 
by myself all the time. And I was so sad all the time. And I didn't like that. After having an entire summer of being just super social and fun and just with all my people and just to make that lifestyle switch so fast, I just don't think mentally I was ready to do all of that. So I don't know, I'm very interested to see if I ever say that. If I'm alone. Girl, you're not. I feel like you did say that. I think I did say that. <laughs> I'm not alone. See, like, I, like, like, I understand what you're saying, but I have no idea what you're saying at the same time because, like, I never lived overseas. And I don't right. Know. I mean, just and it's the way Europeans live and just, it's just, it's different. It's, it's very different. But I had a, I had a good experience. I got to go to Paris, yeah. um, which was something I never thought I was able going to be able to do in my life. So being able to go to Paris was amazing. And I got to go for, like, a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, I got back in my bag on the court and that's really what I went over there to do. So, um, yeah, yeah. So you had 10 threes in one game. Yeah. Broke a little French league record. <laughs> so was, that like, the, was that the most you ever hit in the game? Yeah, it is. I think, I think I hit nine once in college. So are you like, after that, are you like, how does like Steph Curry do this? Like all the time? I mean, I see how he does. If you, if, if I get the attempts, I'm oh, going to yeah, make, I'm yeah, going to yeah. make them like, yeah. I don't think like, that's what people like don't understand about my game is like, I've always been so like efficient. Like I've always been like, so tapped into being an efficient, an efficient player. Like I don't like taking bad shots. Mm-hmm. I like to make as many shots as possible. Like people are like, well, you get so, you're so hard on yourself all the time. You're like, yeah, cause I want to make all the shots because I work on this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you give me shot attempts, like maybe I like, you know, everybody has an off day, but yeah. 85% of the time you give me 10 plus threes, I'm going to make five of them. So yeah, I was just having a good day. I don't know what got into me, but. I made my first three of the game and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is what type of day we, we have in. So, I just so you just knew it after the first one? Uh, the first two. And the way the team was guarding me was like low-key rude. <laughs> like I couldn't shoot. But I don't blame them because my percentage at the time was trash. But um, there, I, I, had, I had a game that I made six and I don't care how bad your percent. If you, if you, I don't care what your percentage looks like. If you make six threes, you're a good, like you can shoot. Mm -hmm. Like bad shooters are not making six threes in a game. Like they're not. So even though my percentage didn't reflect the type of shooter I was, I was still kind of like, dang, y'all really gonna do me like this. And then by the time they like tried to get me out of the flow, it was too late. Yeah, for sure. Too late. <laughs> so, all right. So, move, so, what do you think about this new league starting up in the? I think it's unlimited or sport or athletes unlimited. Athletes unlimited. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be dope. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see because they haven't announced all the players yet. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to that announcement of the rest of the, the rosters and stuff. Um, I think it could be game changing for. Mostly, I think WNBA players, but also, you know, maybe players that don't want to go overseas. But um, I don't think you 
this the money you make in this league obviously does not compare to the money you can make overseas Mm -hmm. so until that number goes up i don't think we'll see a ton of like overseas strictly overseas players making the change but as far as WNBA players i think it would be great to have um this league i mean it'll be six weeks of just going playing against each other having and having a good time making some money um I don't know. I think I've always thought that like a, a G League type situation for girls, it's just like, it would be cool, but it's like, it's not as necessary for guys because, you know, we don't leave early. So, you know, there's not really much more development mm-hmm. you can have as a girl, I don't think, after college, because I think there's a lot of college coaches that are really good with that, the development part. Um, and then I feel like once as a girl, like once you become a pro, like, like that's what you want to do like it's not like with guys where you like well, there's some guys who are like dabbling in the pro life or whatever they leave early and they're like okay let me i'm tw- i'm only 20 i'm only 19 like let me let me try and, and, and reach this dream but like some girls are coming out of college 23 24 years old like you don't really have time to like yeah. f around and struggle to try and become a like a, a pro and even going overseas doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get to the WNBA either. So it really just depends on what type of route the players want to take. But I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I think you're going to see like a lot of the personalities of the players a, a lot more, which is like, that's what I'm excited about. Because I feel like in the WNBA, you see like the personalities of like five players and that's it. So, <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be nice to see you know, some other WNBA players be able to, you know, branch out and do their thing. So are you playing in the league? Um, I don't know yet. It sounded like, it sounded like you were giving me a hint when you said, I want to hear the roster. Well, I was, when they first started planning for this, I was playing. And then um, I decided to go overseas because of my roller coaster ride of a WNBA season. So now we're just kind of looking at next steps right now and just trying to figure it out and see maybe I could go, maybe go to another team overseas, maybe stay here and play in that league. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be playing somewhere. So if it's not that league, I'm probably, I might just go back and just be on a, a, a different a different team. I don't know. Just trying to enjoy the holidays and then figure the rest out later. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, I got to say, I appreciate you coming on again. Um, and so the last two years, uh, you were in both of the top five episodes. And on 2019, it was number four. In 2020, it was number five. So that's why I got, I got to get it out before. And then it might have to might have to recalculate the top five. Mm. Yeah, give me the top five, peeps. <laughs> <laughs>